Welcome to Between Alpha Omega. I'm your host, Timothy Farr. And with me, we have back Mr. Caleb Carnes. Hello. Hello. And with me, as always, is Drew and Curtis. Hello. Hello. Yay. So before I... Before we start this episode proper, I'm going to throw a disclaimer out there with the whole virus thing that is going out. Uh, it's a simple disclaimer. Basically, we're morons that sit on the couch and talk to each other. None of us are doctors, so we're going to steer away from all the rumors, all the crazy stuff, nonsense that is happening with this virus, the COVID-19 virus, in case you're listening to this in the future or in the past. We're going to steer away from politics because there is a political meltdown happening right now. And, well, again, none of us are special or smart or professionals so we're going to steer away from all of that stuff we are going to talk about it because this is between alpha omega but we're going to steer away from the conjecture and the speculation sound good to everybody yeah i agree to these terms i'll be honest i thought you were going to talk about kenny rogers death i thought that was the disclaimer but okay he died you didn't know today yeah man i didn't know dude he knew when to fold him yeah he's out yeah Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't know Kenny Rogers said. Yeah. Yeah. Either. Total change in subject. Wow. Isn't no? That's Kenny Loggins. I was thinking Kenny Loggins. Kenny Rogers, country artist. Yeah, he did uh, turn the page, right? No, that's Bob Seger. No. Bob Seger. Who? You got to know when to fold. Em. Oh, yeah, okay. Know when to hold. Em. That now I get that joke. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm slow today. It's all good. I'm like, oh, that one didn't hit. Moving on. Disregard. Because I'm dumb. I don't oh. know who, who Kenny <laughs> no, no, Rogers no. is. You don't have 70s country references. Being misinformed doesn't make you dumb. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or being ignorant. There you go. Yeah. Ignorant of the subject at hand. So what the heck has been going on with you guys? I guess I'll start. Okay. This is Drew. This I is true. Drew. What's been going on? Work. Uh, we, Schaefer and I, finally went to our first doctor's appointment. Ooh. We got an ultrasound. Ooh. We got to hear the heartbeat. Ooh. So that's, you know, big time. It was like a, it was like 183 beats per minute, which sounds really fast, which is very healthy for a developing child. Well, because the heart is like the size of, what, a, a pea? Yeah. But you could see it. Like, when she scanned it and everything, put the ultrasound on there, I could see the heart. Because you can see all their organs because their skin's translucent. So you could see in there. Sorry. No, I know. It's weird, right? That freaked me out. It's weird. It's like looking at a scorpion that's clear. But, uh, yeah, you you saw in there. You could see the heart beating. You could see kids' head, feet, eyes, little hands. And it did a dance, which was weird. But Schaefer was really excited about that. I still love how you're mimicking all these movements on a podcast. Well, we're having a conversation. I'm talking to you. That's true. So I have to show you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Have you said if you want, like, you would prefer to have a boy or a girl? I wouldn't. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter? No. Right on. Well, Um, the birthday or the birth is going to be near Halloween, so it's going to be a demon, whatever it is. That's true. Yeah. As these things happen. Yeah, right. And it makes sense for 2020, demon baby with the virus that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. This baby will bring about the apocalypse. The <laughs> apocalypse. He is one of the four horses. Which was kickstarted by COVID 19. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. I got to work from home this week. Nice. Which was a blessing. Some people don't have that luxury, but yep. um, it was nice for me. And uh, I will continue working from home. Shout out to your work for doing that, man. Yes. That's awesome of them. Yeah, incredible. Unlike mine. Yeah. Curtis. Well, I'm uh 
I'm actually in a pretty good situation despite all the craziness. But I still think people are just freaking out over the stupid small things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just craziness how it just all of a sudden hit us. It's like something we heard about back in December and here we are in March and everyone is hoarding things. Everyone is bunkering down in their houses. Yeah. They're calling out the National Guard in all kinds of places. It's weighing, It's all weighing heavy on me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I get that. I just have this like pit in my chest and I know it's stress because I start drinking and that goes away. So I know it's not the virus. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I last night. So Kate and I were pretty down about things. Uh-huh. We bought a very large bottle of wine. Lo- like it's not like a you know a normal bottle of wine. And it was a CK Mondavi. Excessive Y'all wine. are awesome. You make some really good cabs sponsored this podcast (laughs) but we bought one kate's like this is really good it's like the equivalent of two bottles oh i I probably drank a bottle and three-fourths and she was the responsible adult and had like her normal (laughs) amount i was quite lit last night whenever i was playing total war and invading hanover so sorry hanover you guys were crushed in 1704 (laughs) in a video game in a video game maybe in real life i gotta check that maybe maybe maybe. yeah we did have chinese food and are drinking coronas right now corona beers corona light even yeah corona light i i was going to maybe get the extra and there's like a bunch of different coronas yeah i didn't realize really yeah yeah, the familiar, the extra super, I don't know. I was just like, why is there so many Coronas? Like, I don't even like Corona. They literally really? all taste the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. I just wanted light because, you know, I'm fat, so why not light beer? Sure. It's yeah. also the limited edition, whatever that means. This is the limited Corona edition. <laughs> the limited. Yeah. It actually has COVID-19 in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you said it was, like, affecting you a lot. Does it make you feel like you're depressed or like just disappointed in society or i mean i've just been on edge really more than anything anxious i guess yeah yeah and it comes down to a lot of things work how our work handles it yeah i have the option to work from home over the next six weeks so that kind of helps but also i won't have to talk to a lot of people over the next couple weeks even when i'm in the office because no one's there yeah it is the introvert's dream this whole it really thing. is <laughs> yeah really is i've seen a lot of memes of that i'm like yeah yeah i get uh, it yeah, social true. distancing <laughs> i was doing that 12 years ago <laughs> <laughs> just nice. stay away from me like i'm being my hole and mm. yeah be all warm and cozy yeah i i would say for me it's affected me a lot especially this past week um i was supposed to get married may 30th we were just so excited for everything and now we're just seeing all the effects of this and, you know, a little bit about me. My parents are a little older. My mom has some breathing problems. My dad had a heart, he had heart surgery in November. And then two of my sisters also have breathing issues as well. So for me, it was really nerve wracking just reading all of this about how those pre, pre-existing conditions affect the corona, uh, affect, affect people so much. And Kate and I just, we were talking all week like, well, we might have to. And within a week, we canceled the wedding shower, canceled the, we had canceled the honeymoon previously because we were going to go to Venice, the epicenter of, of this uh, horrible thing, you know, and, and honestly, I'm, I really hope Italy as well. It, it just seems like the people there from, you know, the videos we've seen, you know, that have gone out of people playing music at their balcony, singing together, it, it, it inspired me a lot, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, 
It was depressing, though, to cancel that trip, to cancel the wedding shower, to cancel Kate's bachelorette party, which meant so much. And then yesterday, we changed our wedding date. We pushed it back to September 27th. And that was tough. I mean, like, seeing Kate just so disappointed. She's put so much time and effort into making sure it's going to be such a great day. And just to see that happen and break her heart, broke my heart, obviously. Right. So it's been it's been a tough week. I'm we're both though incredibly fortunate. Our works have both been great enough to let us work from home. I yeah. can't be happier with that. And I just started at Equifax. Shout out to Equifax, sponsored this podcast. <laughs> um, they were awesome and said, "Yeah, go ahead and work from home." Uh, I'm just starting, so they're kind of also cool enough to say, "Hey, this is going to be a, a slower climb, and we understand." So, right. Well, all that sucks. It does. It's been miserable. Except for the working at home, but. Yeah, I I don't like working from home. I prefer going to the office personally. I can see that. Um, I get really distracted when I'm here. Yeah, I get that. Like even doing when I was in school, like I would try to do as much work as I could in college at campus because I would just play video games. Yeah, you want to come home and feel like, oh, this is my sanctuary where I don't have to feel like I have to work, like I have to stress over something. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, my week. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of a running joke that I'm just really angry with my work and being really angry in general. And it's not because I want free vacation. That's not it at all. I still have to go into the office. I'm not going to say where I work. I will say that I work for a federal agency. That was it. <clears throat> that has initials in its name. No, I'm not a super spy or anything. <laughs> Anyways, um, they're forcing us to come in to work, but all of the upper management, all of D.C., a lot of the other agencies are closed, but we're the only ones working. That's why I'm upset and so angry about it. It's like the plebs aren't allowed to, you know, have any grace or any freedom or anything. We're out in the field still picking cotton when disaster's happening. Yeah, I was going to call you a peasant, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel more like a slave, honestly. Jeez. And with the plantation, plantation owners just smoking cigars, sitting on the porch, you're like, yeah, go out there and work, buddy. Like, that's the way I really feel. And just all this, the celebrities doing stupid crap and how they're all getting tested, it's just really infuriating when the average American has no way of getting tested or having any sort of thing. But I'll say this. The average American's ticking me off a lot. I mean, just seeing that too. everyone just crowding beaches, going for walks. Uh, I was watching CNN, and they were doing a live piece, and they just showed these people in San Francisco. Oh, hey, it's just really busy on this walking trail that they were on. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I'm like, you got to be in Bourbon Street. They were celebrating St. Patrick's Day. And yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. no come thanks. on, people. Think. Good old, uh, good old Gen Zers and Boomers are not taking it seriously. So yeah, all <laughs> millennials are freaking out about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're young professionals. We're people who are growing in our lives, and I think we grew up in the internet age where we could do research on our own and yep. we realized that. So a lot of people are like, Oh, well let me read more into this. So I think maybe that's why we, I, I have that anxiety too, that you were talking about, but it's because it's affecting. I'm so, I, I went to bed nervous like a few days ago thinking of my parents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my dad <clears throat> was going for walks in the mall. And I'm like, Oh gosh, I had, no. have, yeah, I had no. to have a heart to heart with him last. I think it was last Sunday. I was nearly in tears because I'm like, Dad, I want you at my wedding. I want you to meet Kate and mine's children. I don't know what you're doing. He's like, I'm not touching anything. I'm like, this thing's airborne. Yeah. And when I said that, he then took a pause and was like, okay, I get it. But, you know, he's he's a hardworking guy. 
he retired once and didn't want to stay retired and got another job and worked another 20 years. That's who he is. Right. So I think there's just people out there that if we take that away from them, that probably would create some sort of depression in them. I would think so not to excuse it, but I think that's where it comes from. Absolutely. I was talking to my mom yesterday about this whole mess and she's like, not in the 69 years I've been alive. Have I seen anything like this? And I'm going to point it out. Like, we're more connected as a people than ever, not even technologically, but like you could fly wherever you want and go wherever you want, like hundreds of dollars and you're in Europe. And we've only been able to do that for the past hundred years or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, even back then flying like in the 60s, 70s was like an event. Yeah. You dressed, you dressed up. Oh, you, know, you, you got your nice cigars out for that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just like, you can fly to Nashville, which is five hours away just because right. for like pennies on the dollar. Yeah. So the fact that we're traveling and even people internationally, like business internationally is a thing, right? You can yeah. work in, you could work here, but have to fly over to Europe for something. Yeah. So that's why I was explaining to my mom, like, no, it's, it's different. It's so different now. The world has vastly changed Yeah. because of technology, yep. but we're now interacting with people that we wouldn't have. I think we're seeing the good and the bad with the technology. Cause God knows how many, like we've seen some funny memes that might pick us up. We've learned things about this along the way. God knows how many stupid posts we've seen as well on Facebook or social media where we're like, Oh no, just delete. I, I might have to th- delete this person. You know, someone yeah. I saw said, you know, if they shut me down, they'll take it over my dead body. And I was like, yeah, okay, buddy. You do that. <laughs> you do that. Jeez. Um, ugh, that's the outrage stuff that I'm just yeah. disappointed in humanity with. Don't need it. Yeah, no. right. All right. I, yeah, I posted a blog up Thursday, and it was just basically, I don't, I don't have any words right now to even say how I feel. And I went on a, a little bit of rant against Christians and being stupid about this whole thing. Like, um, I kept seeing that second Chronicles six twenty eight, where it talks about plagues and locusts, which is actually happening right now. Like yep. the locusts is in, uh, Egypt, I do believe. Yeah. And Christians gloating about this, like going, yeah, well, those sinners deserve it. What? And then I have other Christian friends who are like, well, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. So I won't get sick because God wouldn't allow that. And I'm like, oh. Dummies. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, do you realize the way God is going to protect us is by putting brilliant men and women who are healers, who are nurses, who are doctors to yeah. solve this thing. He's not going to just magically snap his fingers and you're going to be immune to this thing. I wish more people were. I saw um, something on on the news. Was it yesterday or the day before where a bunch of churches were like, are we going to cancel services? I don't know. And this one guy, I mean, this one pastor just put it perfectly. He's like, I, I listen to what God says. I listen to what my wife says. But then I also listen to what the doctors and scientists say. Right. And they're saying we should we should stop right now. And I was like, brilliant. Thank you. And it was a great representation of what Christianity should be. Uh, I don't know that pastor's name. I wish I could say your name, sir. So that Shout I could, out thank to you. you. <laughs> Shout out to you. Sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it was, it was just great to hear Christianity not embarrass themselves with that one man. Right, there. right. It was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, like I, I have a friend that's a pastor at a church, and the offices are still open. They are still supposed to come to work. Yeah, and I'm like, what for? You've canceled all the services. Like you could work at home at that point. Yeah. 
and she has an at-risk child who has asthma and stuff like that. And yeah, it's I, I'm angry for this person. Like, I'm really angry. Like, churches should have been the first ones that close their doors and say, let's try to figure this out, how we can do it online. We have the technology where you could hold the service online. Like, why, why are you, why? And there's, there's some churches that can't. I get that. There's, you know, church plants out there that probably don't have the ability to do a, a praise and worship set. That's fine. We got to understand that some things are a little more important than a service. Some things are a little more important even than a job sometimes. It's okay. We can let's we need to as society come together. And I'll be the first to say I know I'm very lucky where my job's allowing me to work from home. But maybe we should all then people like me, I want to be able to help people out any way I can. Right. If there is someone that I can help out, I'm gonna try to help them out as best as I can. Um, you know, a few of my friends lost jobs already in Chicago. One one guy I know, he lost two jobs in one day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Hey man, try to look at these if you can. He's like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. But at the same time, I know I'm fortunate. We still should all be trying to say, what do we give up right now in order to come together as a world and say, this thing's bad. We got to work together on this or we're dead. A lot of people are going to die. Yeah. That's like, I work two jobs. Uber, I work kind of off and on Mm -hmm. side thing. Yeah. But I know that my one job right now is going to be able to take care of me and cover me. So I haven't been driving because I know there are people who will need whatever revenue they can generate totally. for that second job right now. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah. yeah, our other roommate, Tyler, lost his job. Oh, man. He works in a restaurant. That bothered me so much, too, because I worked in restaurants for a long time. Um, honestly, a dream of mine would be to be like John Tapper and go in and say, like, this is what's wrong with this place and smash cups or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then fix the place up. Right. And just seeing how so many of my friends are in Chicago and, and Texas are struggling because of the restaurant industry breaks my heart because it really does. I love the restaurant industry. Um, I, I love food. I, well, oh, I love yeah. all kinds <laughs> of food. If you don't, if some people who aren't, who don't enjoy a certain kind of food, like aren't passionate about, Oh, I love a good pizza. Cool. I like this. But if you're not passionate about that, I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like you. I don't like you. Uh, Caleb Carnes <laughs> does not like you. If there's one type of food you're not excited about, who are you? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Um, ugh, ugh. Even if it's my spaghetti. Is, my favorite food yeah. is cherry is. That's great. I'm kidding. I don't care if it is. I hope it is. Be passionate about Cheerios. Don't be passionate about bats or pangolins. I will say that. Whatever a pangolin is, we still need to look this is up. Is that from Star Wars? Pangolins no. are kind of like armadillos. Yeah. Um, so. No. What? I, I said I wouldn't speculate, but apparently the virus came from people eating pangolins or bats. That is actual. You can look it up in scientific. See, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, if I get it from the CDC, I'll probably believe it. I think it is coming from the CDC. All right, I'll I'll believe it then. Right now, skeptical. Yeah, right I, it's just kind of the running joke right now is pangolins. Like, stop eating pangolins. I've never heard of a pangolin before. Really? No, no. no. It, it's kind of like a more armored armadillo, a smaller. Yeah. Huh. Marsupial? Is it a marsupial? They are mars- marsupials. Yes, yeah, marsupials. I'm pulling it up right so here. So they upgraded somewhere along the way from. The yeah. Armadillos. That's yes. cool. Yeah, like they them. built themselves more armor, and then all of a sudden they were just born with it. That's awesome. And the more agile. I like them. Yeah. yeah. Like They're pretty cool. Like I believe this. Armadillos can like roll themselves up in a ball, I guess, and just okay. like roll away. But these actually look like they could fight you. Let me see it. Yeah, they're pretty fascinating Oh, wow. Creatures. They, yeah, they look mean. Yeah, long, 
and delicious. Claws. And delicious. They look yeah, so you know tasty. I'd, I'd try it. It's uh, part, yeah. It has to be part dragon. <laughs> has Ooh. to be. Mm. You get that dragon blood in you? Yeah. Mm. You're into everything after you have dragon. <laughs> Fus Roda. Fus Roda. <laughs> nice Skyrim reference. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's only 10 years later. Yeah. No worries. No worries. The people are still playing that game. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's been on... Well, it's been released, what, 18 times in the past uh, 10 years? Something like that, yes. You can probably get it on the Switch. You can get it on a podcast. You can get it on the you can Switch. get it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and here we're going to act out in audible form this video game. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're, what are we doing? I don't know this game at all. I'm, folks, okay. I stopped, we were talking about this earlier before, while we were eating Chinese food together, that I have not played video games since 2015, and I picked up Total War Empire because I like that time in history. Uh-huh. I'm very conflicted, but I love it. I focus a lot at night when I'm laying in bed thinking about how do I invade Bavaria? <laughs> <laughs> Can I take Warsaw? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. These are things that I think about to put myself to sleep. I have a problem. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's, uh, and between 2015... Until I met my uh, fiance in 2018, I was also saying I probably should have played video games because I would have saved a ton of money because of dating. I spent way too much money buying very nice ladies' drinks. Nah, that's not true. They were not all nice. Some <laughs> of them I'm, I'm sorry. You they bought were, ladies some very nice drinks. That's I did I buy what some. You meant to say that's true. There was a, there was some. It was a mixture, and there there were some yeah. nice people. People, ladies. Uh, there were some not nice ladies. There were some good drinks, and there were some bad drinks. You know. There you go. Hmm. As one experiences. Yeah, I don't. You don't? No. I don't, we, we need to get you on like Bumble or something like that. I am on Bumble and Tinder, but right now, no, they're carrying the plague. You know what you could do? <laughs> you could do like a Skype date. I heard people are trying that. And that sounds awful. Right, but you could do it. <laughs> no, I don't think I will at all. Really? <laughs> no. No, okay. not at all. Fair enough. I was just putting out there. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no. Uh, with this thing what? going on, I don't want to be around anyone. What does your bio say in your Bumble? I don't know. I don't remember. <sighs> Look it up. Why am I looking this up right now? This is an important conversation that we have to have together as friends. I uh, think this is great. How are you social social distancing in the dating world today? Yeah. How am I social? Di- I'm not dating. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that should be your Bumble profile uh, bio right now. Oh, I can't. I can't focus and pull that up and talk at the same time. At the next break, you're going to pull that up because I want to see. Mine was: I'm a nerd. I do improv. I'm seven foot nine. Because <laughs> girls always ask me my height, so I was like, I'm seven nine. Seven nine. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Mine always started with the instruments that I play. Uh, that was a good move. That's because the ladies they love they love the musician. Yeah. <laughs> Mine says nice house, nice car. I have a career, financially stable. <laughs> hey. I like going on adventures. What? I'm such a romantic. <laughs> yeah, we got to change this. I mean, it's those are all factual things. Those are factual things. That's nice. You used to be in a band called American Standard. Named yes, after, yes. Named that after the that is a better intro. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. Good. I'll change it. Yeah, if you're out there, give Tim ideas for what he should put for his Bumble profile. Because <laughs> you know, I, I take it so seriously. Yeah, I actually had a conversation with a girl on Bumble, and I was like, I I only use this when I'm bored. <laughs> but that's everyone. That's I, literally I she, everyone. She immediately deleted me. 
Maybe not your best line. No. Maybe not because uh, then that insinuates that you're bored. Was, it, was right that the now. first thing that you said to her? No, it wasn't oh, the okay. first thing I said. I'm, Do you have an opening line? No, I don't. Okay. When you're when you're past marriage, post marriage, divorced, you just don't care. That's part of my problem. It's like I don't really care about the first impression thing. I don't really care about the first date. Because I just want to kind of like stay at home and watch TV. That's what you do when you're married. You don't care if you do that, but does it matter to you if the other person does? No. No? I don't care either. Like, huh. that's that's my problem. Okay. I know that's my problem. I just don't know what to do about it because I, I, I don't care. I, ju- I just don't. I think you need to just try then the most off-the-wall pickup lines that you can think of. Okay, start trolling women. Yeah, because at this <laughs> don't point, be what do you have to don't- lose? Don't be creepy or pervy. Right. But just be like, this is going to be creative entertainment. <laughs> like what I did, I one time hijacked my friend's bumble, <laughs> which was awful of me. But I said, um, like, I grabbed his phone and I said to this girl, uh, hey, how's it going? She's, and she replied back immediately. I'm like, yes. She goes, uh, good. How are you? I said, great. Want to have sex? No. I meant sex. Oh, no. Not sex. I meant sex. No! (laughs) And then, like, I just let it sit there for a bit while my friend took a deuce. And then she said, like, she replied, like, well, this was something. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. That was a good day. That's great. That and dating in your 30s is, like, the worst possible thing ever. It's like, how broken are you? How many? Like, Tim! <laughs> no! That's what I think. Like, oh, you have six kids and you're, you've are you never, like, that kind of thing? Like, uh. No, that's that's not every girl. <sighs> Come on. Uh, okay, so I was in my 30s when I was dating. Yeah, it's and awful. It, it, it was tough. It was really difficult. It's definitely not ideal. No, I, I'd say the most interesting one that I experienced was some girl saying, she didn't tell me that she was deaf. Nice. She didn't tell you she was deaf? No, and then we met, and then I was like, oh. I don't know oh. sign language. Yeah. Oh. This is going to be a fun night. It only lasts like eight minutes. And I was like, all right, I finished my drink. I got us way off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. No, it's cool. <laughs> sorry. Uh, this yeah. is the off topic I wish I could have been a fly on the wall on that one. It was a lot of like, here, this is my phone and what I'm trying to communicate to you. And then she would hand me her phone, and I was like, this Man, that must hard. be so tough. Yeah. I think if she would have told me ahead of time. Could've we could have gone in prepared for it a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so you could have picked up some basic sign language and or just text each I other. I tell you what, mm-hmm. so my wife studied to be an interpreter. Um, oh, cool! And deaf guys love her; like they want every piece of her that there is. Perfect. And they so deaf people are blunt as hell. Yeah. Like they just because communication is so different. They just, like, tell each other everything about how they feel, all this kind of stuff. And th- they just don't pick up on normal social cues, like, things that you should, shouldn't say. <laughs> and there are so many guys in the deaf community that just flirt with her all the time, even though she has a ring on her finger. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. What's your reaction? Great. Like, last time you saw it, what was your reaction? I was just like, whatever. Whatever. Like, <laughs> what about yeah. the first time you saw well, it? Well, the, f- the first time that I saw it, it's like an, it's like an older guy that... Creepy. <clears throat> It's not even creepy, really. Honestly, it's not. Because uh, that's just who he is to everyone. So I thought that he was straight up like flirting with her hardcore. But no, that's just who he is. And I was like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and then she's like, no, this is just how deaf people are. And I was like, oh. All right. You picked up. Okay, yeah. You got it. So well, We know one thing. They're not listening to this. <laughs> that's mm. true. Mm. 
<laughs> okay, now we have to tr- now we have to somehow get this into braille form. Oh, Ooh. have to have it transcribed because you just. What is Shaper doing on this time off? <laughs> she she can't read braille. <laughs> can't but she, can she write braille? No. Uh, oh. Well, there goes that. If you know how to write braille and want to transpose like this to podcast, transpose, start, <laughs> we're going to start an entire industry transposing podcasts into braille. Into braille. That is fascinating. Oh, well, a, a bit like a video podcast, like Joe Rogan's podcast, they could probably close caption it. Yeah. 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 That's the thing that a lot of podcasts do now so that, you know, deaf people can be a part of it. Well, there goes our business. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, it had a great 30 seconds. So yeah. here's a question for you, Caleb. <laughs> yeah. This woman that you went on a date with, mm-hmm. um, could she speak at all? She could. Now, one thing about me, I don't like loud bars okay. because then I can't hear very well. Yeah. I already have terrible hearing in my 30s. And she wanted to meet at this one one bar. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. They've got some some good spots. I'm familiar with it. Or good drinks. I'm familiar with it. We When we got there, she was trying to mouth things, like yeah. trying to. And I was like... I'm sorry. I don't know what you're saying yeah. at all. So I had to like write it on my phone and then show her my phone and what it said. We could have just text each other, but I think I was just so thrown off yeah. that I would write down the message in text form and then just show her. Yeah. And then, okay, start over. And then she would respond back. I should have just been like, I'm going to text you right I'm now. Gonna... You. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> huh? So, yeah, yeah I didn't. Yeah. She was like nice, like when we spoke online. But you know, there's a couple that on Bumble. Sorry, my wife knows like really well from church, and they, um, the husband, his name's Don. He is really, really good at communicating verbally, even though he's deaf. He can easily speak. I mean, you can tell that he's deaf because he's got some of those little accent things that they do. But he reads lips tremendously. So he's been able to get through a lot mm. of hoops because he's good at that. His wife is not the same way. Mm. She can read lips really well, but her communication verbally is very bad. It's very difficult to understand what she's trying to say to you. And so that's why I was wondering because I've met yeah. some deaf people that just like they figure it out. They can speak, you know. I think with me, I, I probably would have gone into the date and, and thought, okay, maybe we need someplace a little quieter so I can hear her. Right. And then – I'll be ready for this a little bit. I think I was just so thrown off. Oh yeah, I mean I that's like, crazy. Oh, I, she didn't tell you that. That's crazy. I, more right. than maybe she just forgot, or obviously yeah. it wasn't a new thing. I'm fairly confident it's not like she became deaf, right? Because she was mouthing things, and and I was like, okay, uh, this isn't like you just got hit in the head recently. So I don't <laughs> know what what happened here, but I I don't know for whatever reason she just didn't want to. Well, actually, uh, about 10 years ago, I was dating a girl, and her first language was sign language. Hmm. Yeah, so they didn't find out, or she didn't find out until, like, second or third grade that she wasn't deaf, or, like, she wasn't taught how to, like, read or write or talk. Ah, weird. And so, yeah, like, all through elementary school, they thought that she was, like, being held back. She was actually super smart. Yeah. But had never been communicated to verbally. So her parents didn't. Her parents. Her I guess, parents were, were deaf. Got it. No. Yeah. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's weird, though. I thought it was they just didn't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Oh no, we're only using sign we're language." We're using sign language. When, when, when little Jenny, with little Jenny here, we're just not going to speak. Uh, so no, but she had a lot of those characteristics where she was like super blunt. Mm. Like yeah. when I asked her out, 
she was like, hey, you know, I have to get together with this study group. You know, is it all right if I'm a little late? And I was like, yeah, I'm flexible. And she just goes, that's a pickup or a pickup line. And I was like, sorry, what now? <laughs> Perfect. Gosh. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, for the longest time they thought I couldn't read because I just didn't want to. <laughs> what grade was this? All through elementary school. Really? Yeah. Huh. Until uh, second grade, they my parents actually hired me a tutor to read. And she's like, you can totally read. <laughs> For the longest time, they thought I had like an impairment. And I do have dyslexia yeah. okay. and a speech impediment. So they thought I couldn't read. It really just, I was stubborn and didn't want to. Gosh. <laughs> That's how so stubborn bad. I am. <laughs> Where I have to tell. early age. So it totally sounds like age. you, though. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was in special classes and all that. And just didn't want to read. <laughs> I don't know why, but this is, well, it's, since we're all sharing stories, it reminds me of sometimes parents, I feel like, just don't know what to do sometimes. And when parents make mistakes, it can be really funny to, like, their kids. Uh-huh. My cousin, uh, Trevor, it was born a year after. He was born in 86. I was born in 85. And he, I remember we were, he was visiting us uh, when we we were living in another part of St. Louis. And he said, um, you know, for whatever reason, we talked about our ages. And he's like, oh, I'm nine. I was like, oh, okay, so you were born in 85. He's like, no, I was born in 86. And I was like. Um, you know, I'm nine and I was born in 85 and we had birth dates that were same month in April. I was like, uh, I think you're eight because you were born in 86. He's like, no, I'm nine. That's what my mom tells me. I was like, okay. So I told my mom and she's like, listen, his mom doesn't know, but she's not good at math. She doesn't know. Oh dear. He's, he thinks he's, I think ahead of everyone in grades or something like that. Or no, he thinks he's held back, but he should be, uh, you know, for whatever reason, it was very confusing. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Well, fast forward, he goes to try to get his permit and he's not old enough. The lady there is like, um, yeah, he's 14. He passed the test, but he can't. And his mother had an argument with this lady. She's like, no, my son's 15. She goes, he was born in 86. No, he is not old enough to, you can't, he's not getting it. And that's the, he found out when he was 14 years old. The right age. Yeah, the right age. And I was like, oh, that poor kid. (laughs) It took him that long to figure out. So he had two 14 birthdays. uh, 14th birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, that poor kid. And when I found out, I was like, about time, man. I feel bad for Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) See, my parents did hold me back in kindergarten. Okay. Um, So I was always older than people. You probably graduated in 2003. I graduated in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always the old one in my mm. school. I was driving my freshman year of high school. Nice. Yeah. Did that help you, you think, date? Would, if you would have taken advantage of that, do you think that would have helped you dating at that point? Not with that car, no. No? What was the car? It was a 1984 Crown Victoria. My man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pit mobile. Yeah, you did. Well, I, I, had, a, I had a Cutlass. Ah. That was my Ooh, first car. Super nice. Oh, yeah. Man, it was great with a terrible interior that, yeah. like, just... Felt like I was sitting on a hot dog. <laughs> Not the food, but an actual dog, a canine. Uh, a canine. Yeah. See, mine was black with a red interior. I think, yeah, I had like a maroon interior. Yeah, it was bright red. Yeah, I wrecked was... it like a year. It wasn't my fault, I will say that. I got in a wreck, and it wasn't my fault, but that thing was gone within a year. So Really? Yeah. See, I like 
hit telephone poles, ran over shopping carts. Nothing. I ran. I, <laughs> I, team, I team boned a big old F-150. Oh, just came okay. up over a hill, and he needed to come to the edge of the hill to turn in, but he took it short. I came over the hill and just went bam right into him. Oh. I hit my head on the steering wheel, so I got loopy there. But when I realized what happened, the front end was on fire. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. Ah, 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 no, 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 no. And I just rolled out of the car. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Good times. I did make out with a few chicks in that car, but, you know, that's a different story. It helped. Yeah. yeah. My first car was an F-150. I think it was hit dope, you. too. It was f- so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was bright blue, metallic. I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, well, I never drove it here. Oh, okay. It was always in Kansas City. It was my dad. I got to drive it once. Yeah. Mm. We, uh, I, I, I totaled it when I was 17. I do remember you telling that story. Yeah. How you totaled it. Hey, I... Long story short, I hit like three cars and a like one ton road sign that says "Welcome to Lee Summit" <laughs> <laughs> to total this thing. It was like my fault, but also not my fault. Oh, so, yeah. anyways, yeah. And then my second car was a Dodge Ram twenty f- no fifteen hundred. Direct that one? No. Yeah. I traded that in for a shitty Mustang. Did you wreck that one? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Just making sure there wasn't a, a series of wrecks. No. That would have been really funny if it would have been, yeah, I wrecked that one. Yeah. And then when I was at it, eh, didn't quite wreck it, but I got close. I had a Ford Probe. I remember I remember car. the Probe. Yeah. The Probe. It was red, right? Yep. Bright red. Had the tan. Did you call it a red yeah. rocket? No. Mm, missed out. Oh, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I would have called the headlights that would pop up. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. You're the man. (laughs) And they worked twice. No, they always worked. They did? Oh, good for you. I never had a problem with that. I had a problem starting the car. Yeah, that's. Which is a little bigger. (laughs) I think you would have traded the headlights (laughs) for the working part. Wow. (laughs) Car history. I've only had four cars. Me too. I've had. I wrote about it. I've had four. Yeah. Yeah. I had my 84 Crown Vic. Nice. And then we traded that in for my 2003 Cavalier that I drove the hell and back. I actually hit a sign, a handicap sign at St. Charles First. Yeah. Wrecked a bumper and the fender. And we, my, my dad and I put it back together. Was this at New First or Old First? New First. New First? Okay. Yeah. And then I traded that in. By the way, everyone listening up, what I mean by Old First versus New, new First Old First Assembly was a very old church that had been built like in 1899, something like that, and they expanded upon it. They got too big, and they bought a car dealership, and then they just put it in the church into the car dealership. Yep. It looked all right. Yeah, it, it was right. fine. I remember the first services because the sanctuary wasn't built. Yeah. We're done in the lobby. That's how big the lobby is. Mm-hmm. Nice. With uh, the palm tree. With the palm trees. Eh, they could they do hadn't taken that. the palm tree out? No. Are they still there? I have not been there in a long time, so I couldn't honestly tell you. We actually had a, like a gardener that took care of the palm trees. Yeah, it's fancy. And then I traded my Cavalier in for my 2012 Mustang GT California Special. So nice. Yeah, and then I have Frank, which is my police car. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, my first one was the Oldsmobile. Then I had this uh, Corolla that I drove to death. It died a sick, sad death in Midlothian, Texas. Rest in peace, Cora the Corolla. <laughs> uh, you're very, very, very dead. Uh, then I got a big yellow Dodge Ram. Nice. I called it Big Bird. Yep. It Good was one. a giant. You it yeah. 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 I sold it to my sister Rivka because I was moving to Chicago. I'm like, I can't have this truck. <laughs> and and the guy I bought it from was at the time it was it was my girl my now ex girlfriend's dad, and he was kind of a skeezy. Uh, 
used car dealer Ooh. because I bought it and everything was fine. And then I'm driving from Fort Worth back to where I lived in South Dallas. And all of a sudden the brakes stopped working. Whoops. I was like, whoa, what is happening? I take it immediately to a garage and they're like, yeah, there was like sawdust in there. They'd probably <laughs> put that in there so that the brakes would catch. Uh, who'd you buy this from? I go, my girlfriend's dad. And he just looked at me like, I think he's trying to kill you, man. <laughs> wow. Nice. So, uh, got the brakes fixed before i sold it to my sister uh i didn't have a car for six years yeah because you can't you in living in lincoln park you don't need a car yeah. public transportation's fine right um and then i got a kia soul when i came back so i just get the weirdest cars i feel like good so. good for you yeah, yeah i get weird. cars with character other than the, my cavalier yeah it didn't have much personality hmm. yeah kia souls they're not bad it's a good ride mm-hmm. i've not had a single issue with it really so it's good i'm really excited for the weather to get nice and drive my mustang without police enforcement that'll be exciting that will be pretty rad for you <laughs> when i wonder when things are going to be nice to where we can just oh go for a go for, this is pure speculation with the coronavirus but when we're going to be able to yeah right when this yeah. is our life now forever <laughs> this will be fun Gotta for a while <laughs> for a little bit right but all right, uh, we've talked quite a bit about nothing. That's how we do. <laughs> That's how we do. We talk about we talk about Bumble profiles. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, I want to shout out my own stuff. The website betweenalphamaker.com. Read my latest blog about no words. Uh, we'll still be recording podcasts. We may have to change it up where we're doing it remotely via Discord. Curtis and I live together. So yeah, I'll still be here. We'll still be live but other people might not be um we're going to transition to the main topic actually no we're not uh caleb and i are huge wrestling nerds and we watched AEW's revolution uh, about a month ago really good pay-per-view was it a month ago no mm, like three that weeks ago sounds about right i think it was Ish. about three weeks ago and so we haven't had a chance to actually talk about wrestling since then so yeah anything you want to say about it uh, the pay-per-view or the or wrestling in general wrestling in general um i'm kind of <laughs> i'm glad vince mcmahon is finally showing his colors of not caring about humans at all yeah i mean <laughs> he's still running wrestlemania luckily they but the city of tampa was like we're not letting you use the tampa bay buccaneers football stadium really and they forced them pretty much to uh cancel not cancel wrestlemania but move it to their performance center that they have. Um, so for those who aren't aware about WrestleMania, there's like a hundred thousand people that show up to the show. I've been to a WrestleMania yeah. and yes, it's, it's really cool to be a part. Like we were, it was at the Dallas Cowboys stadium. We were like midway back, really good seats, but you're so far away from the ring. You just end up watching the big screen that's there and you don't care because it's a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, Vince McMahon decided he's still going to do WrestleMania in Florida at the performance center for those the, unaware, again, the Performance Center is like WWE's, like, where they train people, and it's like this huge facility that the wrestlers will train at. It's really cool. Yeah. It's it's almost like um, an athletic center that a college would have, just a place for them to be, their wrestlers to work out if they want to, but they have all of these rings as well for people to train in as well. They'll get wrestlers that are on the independent wrestling scene, so, like, they wrestle small-time shows, but they're good. They'll then sign them to a developmental contract. Or... They'll just get these strong men or bodybuilders or ex NFL people, ex NFL players, because Gronk is apparently now going to be 
in the WWE. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, as one expects, shaking my head. And, uh, and Tyson Fury as well. That's I'm sorry, but that guy is not a good human being. No, he's not. No, no at all. So I was I, the reason why I choose not to watch the WWE even though I love the history of what they have, uh, there's so much in their catalog that's great to watch, and it's really good storytelling. The thing about wrestling is it's long-term storytelling. Oftentimes, short-term, you'll watch something and be like, this is this is dumb. <laughs> but if you stick with something long-term, it can be really fulfilling. But Vince McMahon has been running shows in Saudi Arabia for yep. over a year, almost two years at this point. And, I mean, their wrestlers are getting paid a lot of money. Yes, the the WWE is making a ton of money off of this, but it's run by the Saudi government. This is the same people that were killing uh, journalists, and basically the WWE is like, "Yep, we don't really care." Granted, their wrestlers can choose not to go, and right. it's fine. But you're missing out on a huge paycheck, right? I mean, never mind the paycheck. They shouldn't be doing this. No, they shouldn't. They should not be running these shows, and and they'll say, "Well, people over there deserve to be entertained." They do, but they're now this is being run by the government. They're government is paying you to run these shows yeah it's the prince of saudi arabia who wants to run these wwe shows and he keeps telling or asking vince to have these people over so like the ultimate warrior who's been dead for a couple <laughs> years now yes. or yokozuna who has been dead for like 20 years now yep. like what like they're trying to have dead wrestlers come over because they have just no idea what the product is oh and what they're doing. God. Yet they're handing Vince McMahon millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to do these shows. So the thing that I love is there's a new promotion that started in this past year called AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, even, it's, even, it's a more mature form of wrestling where the storytelling makes a lot more sense. The characters are ridiculous. There is Luchasaurus. He is half Luchador, half Tyrannosaurus. Rex, yes. He's half dinosaur. <laughs> He's I've, 65 million years old. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> There's Chris Statlander. She's an alien from the Andromeda Galaxy. Yep. Really fun. Orange Cassidy is a wrestler that doesn't want to wrestle, basically. <laughs> the king of sloth style. Yes, he just walks around slowly and taps people on the shin with his foot. It's funny. <laughs> but most importantly, they're giving their wrestlers health care. That's not happening in WWE. They're all called independent contractors, and they can't actually work anywhere else. If you're an independent contractor and you're like a photographer, you can do that anywhere you want. Not in the WWE. You're not allowed to be an independent contractor anywhere else but in the WWE when you're signed with them. All Elite Wrestling is like, hey, work for us on Wednesdays. Every few months we'll have a pay-per-view on Sundays. You can go and get booked now anywhere anywhere else you want on the weekends. So these wrestlers are being taken care of. Also, like I said, the storytelling's fantastic. Yes. One of my favorites is um, uh, Cody Rhodes, who has a terrible neck tattoo right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most importantly, he's one of the guys running AEW, and he's doing a fantastic job. His father was the American Dwayne Dusty Rhodes, baby, <laughs> who talked just like that. Just like that. And I love Dusty. He was one of the best promos of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. Dusty passed away several years ago. Cody's older brother, Dustin, also wrestles. Dustin's been around for a long time. Is a really 40 great... 40 years, I think? Uh, he's wrestled in four different decades. Yeah, 79, I think, is when he started. Uh, no, I believe 89. Was it 89? Yeah, 89. 89. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they had a match. It was a great match. Cody ends up beating his brother. Dustin is bleeding profusely. You know, get into how... Maybe someday we'll talk about how they bleed and how... That's not probably the best thing to do, but it's it looks amazing for the storytelling aspect. And one thing that the American Dream did with Dustin, he one times they Dream and, and Dustin were feuding with this tag team, and they said, 
listen, I don't need a partner. I don't need a friend. I need my son to be in my corner for this match. Well, fast forward now to this last year in 2019, Cody beats Dustin and they have a tag team match. Cody has a tag team match against the young bucks, a very talented uh, tag team. And he says, Dustin, I don't need an, I, I don't need a friend. I don't need a partner. I need my big brother to be in my corner. I cried. Oh, I yeah. cried. Yeah. That gave me good. chills. That's great storytelling. Yep. It's brilliant. And they just finished off this brutal match where they beat the hell out of each other. And now it then leads into this match for the next time you see them. They're going to be tagging together. That's what I think. That's why I love wrestling is for that long-term payoff. And someone's yawning over here in the corner because he's too good <laughs> no, 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 for it's pro not, wrestling. It's not that I'm t- too good for pro wrestling. I, I tried watching it when I was a kid. My <coughs> best friend Chandler growing up loved that stuff. Shout out to Chandler. And I tried watching it, and the moment that I saw it, I was like, this is the fakest bullshit I've ever seen, and I couldn't get into it. Do you like Game of Thrones? I do. So when you see an undead army yeah. walking around. So but here's here's the thing for me. Melisandra I, giving birth to a shadow demon out of her vagina. Wait a second. Before you And I'm the biggest Game of Thrones fan I know. Wait a second. So in wrestling, to me, it felt like they were trying really hard to push how like that it's real. You know? And when I'm watching Game of Thrones, when I'm watching Lord of the Rings, when I'm watching any of this stuff, it's a television show. I'm not there. I know it's not real. This is obvious fantasy. And this, I just could never get into the stories either. Like, it just... I will say, pro wrestling has some of the dumbest stories on Earth. That's, yep. that's the... Th- I think that's the big thing. Like, it's so stupid sometimes. Yeah. Vince McMahon has come up with some very terrible things. He, at one point... Wanted to do an incest angle with his daughter. Oh God! Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And his his daughter was pregnant at that time, and he wanted to say that the that that child was his bastard. Oh my God! I know this doesn't show up on the podcast, mm-hmm. but this is my what the fuck face. It's <laughs> it's. I'm That's... not gonna lie. Your your what the fuck face is slightly elevated from the neutral face. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You could plot an overthrow, a very violent coup, and no one would know. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm just saying you've got you've got a great poker face, but yes, it's awful that he would want to do these kind of storylines, and he's done that dumb stuff. That's why I love AEW. I'm glad that you found AEW, mm-hmm. and they seem like they're doing cool stuff. Yeah. It's good that they're providing health care. I, I can almost guarantee you I could not get into it. As an adult man <laughs> who didn't like it as a child, I probably couldn't get into it. I mean, it. I didn't like it as a child. Really. I know. But yeah, and Curtis still. is now on board. AEW for life. I what? mean, I'm not like... No, you're a super fan. You guys know. <laughs> Would you go see it live? I'm not there yet. I will say this. Going to see pro wrestling live... 10 times better than watching it on TV. So and- so my bachelor party, years and years ago, we went to Armageddon in 2007. Right. Curtis was there. Yeah, I was there. I've seen wrestling live. Now, I think you'll appreciate it a little more. I think you will. Now that you're watching like, oh, okay, okay. I so see right Orange Cassidy. So right now we Cassidy. don't know when AEW is going to be in St. Louis. October. That's okay. when they, they've, they're rebooked, if everything, hopefully. So had it still been out. here in April in a couple of weeks. Probably wouldn't have dedicated to going to it. That's fine. Now we've got some more months to, yeah. just, to convert you. I, like, I'm not going <laughs> to say convert no. You. Yes, I am. I am an I'm evangelist to, for pro wrestling. I'm not going to right now say that. Yeah, sure, I'll go in October, but ask me in September. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I, I might actually go in October. 
I think, and you know, I took Kate to a SmackDown actually. Mm. And she's like, okay, he likes it, whatever. She said watching it live was amazing. Watching New Day throw pancakes out into the crowd because that was their thing. <laughs> they just threw pancakes at people. Uh-huh. It was hysterical. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we saw Daniel Bryan, who was one of the top good guys, turn heel, which means become a bad guy. When someone becomes a bad guy that's been a good guy for so long, watching the crowd gasp in disbelief, it's like watching the Red Wedding live. It's, <laughs> it's fun. True. Watching people like... Uh, watching kids cry in the front row it's great it's great <laughs> i will say too though i can't i don't have a whole lot of room to talk because i like anime and other shit like that as an adult man so yeah you know it's not for everyone i, like I will child i will shows. it's not for everyone it, we all just have to learn to suspend our disbelief in some way it's an yeah. escape that's yeah. what all oh, it really for sure. is so sure. I, I just like how AEW is doing it like with their storytelling like so you said you can't suspend your belief. So there is a thing called kayfabe in wrestling. That is where kayfabe, brother, brother. Kayfabe is like, I, how would you describe? So kayfabe is like saying something is in character. Um, it actually is, from what I've heard, an old carny term. Yes. A lot of wrestlers would do like competitions on you know the carnival circuit, and they would be if they would see what they would call a mark, aka a fan of the business that didn't like wasn't fully into the business that didn't know all the ins and outs they would say kayfabe meaning getting character so what we now use kayfabe for a lot is to say okay uh this is like the story in kayfabe dustin and cody were mad at each other for so long they had to have a match a a blood feud had to be finished off and then in kayfabe they got back together well in real life they've said i mean we're not the closest because there's a big age gap but we're still brothers we still love each other right so in kayfabe it's there's all kinds of funny little terms like heel is bad guy face good guy all that uh, a double turn is when a good guy becomes a bad guy bad guy becomes a good guy in the same match it's got its own lingo really it really does and i think AEW is doing it better they're kind of more bl- blurring the line between kayfabe and real and so they're just doing it better you can substitute suspend your belief a little bit better i think with AEW. i agree i think see the wwe has monday night raw and they have a roster for just that show on mondays and then on fridays they have smackdown that has its own roster as well well for the longest time they had their um their developmental system in nxt it was their developmental brand and now NXT, it runs shows on Wednesdays, and it's good. It's really good. Like, I love going to an NXT show because it's – they tried to present it as an athletic competition, and they don't say, oh, this is this is real, folks. This is real. It's like, no, 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 no. We understand we're all suspending our disbelief for a make-believe sport. It's entertainment. These people are athletes, though. Oh, These men yeah. and women are definitely athletes, but it's not a competition – Maybe with them it is to have the best match or the best segment. But this is a scripted television show that we're all just going to enjoy together. And Wednesdays are so much fun now because that's when AEW is. Mm -hmm. And then you can watch NXT if you want. And it's really good, too. Um, I don't watch on Mondays or Fridays because I just shake my head at the stupid stuff that happens on there. And there is so much great talent on those rosters. There is so much great talent. That's the shame of it. And for my bachelor party, I went to the Rumble, Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. One of the best times of my life. That was fantastic. The edge pop? Oh, yeah. Oh, my! one of my, uh, hopefully he'll still be my groomsman. He might not be with the changing of the date. He, he's possibly moving. He's a huge edge fan. Edge had retired because he had, I believe, spinal stenosis. Mm. 
if he took like one more bad bump, it could kill him. Uh, a wrestler in Mexico had spinal stenosis and it wasn't diagnosed. And it, he just took a very simple bump where he just landed on the ropes and it broke his neck, died instantly. Wow. Just, yeah. Just like that. And that could have happened to Edge, who was, he said that was the end of his career. He knew he was finishing up, but it would have killed him if he would have done that. So he retired. There's been some sort of advancement in medical treatment to where he can come back. And he came back, and I was hoping, there was rumors he might. When he did, it was in the uh, Houston Astros stadium, the entire place. An entire baseball stadium going crazy for one person returning is a it's a once in a lifetime sort of feel. You don't really get that, I think, right. in anything. So Yeah, he was almost in tears coming out. Oh gosh, yeah. We were yeah. we were it was tears of joy in the crowd. It was amazing. So that was the wrestling talk. <laughs> Are we gonna do a wrestling segment anytime I'm on? Yeah, sure. Why not? Love it. I, I we should just start a wrestling podcast. I don't know why we don't. Probably because there's you a guys ton. Can talk about it yourself. Yeah, but there's a ton. That's a there's a million wrestling Drew podcasts. Drew and I can go like I don't know video games or yeah eat some barbecue <laughs> yeah let's talk about baby names i don't know no <laughs> <laughs> go shopping for baby clothes yeah curtis you want to do that you guys can uh, then do your own podcast of becoming fathers <laughs> not becoming a father <laughs> you, you what's, what's great though is you could just give him advice on becoming a father even though you're not about to become yeah. a father no, Curtis knows how to take care. So of it's kids. like total dad jokes. Yeah, yes. like that's what I'm assuming fatherhood yeah. is like. Yeah, I mean that's just Drew anyway. That's true. Dad joke, Drew. It's pretty bad. I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> we talk a lot on Discord. Yeah. Yep. yep it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's transition to the actual main topic, even though it's been an hour oh, wow. already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care. We, I feel like we all needed this kind yeah. of break. Um, now we get into the more serious conversation. I, I'm calling it the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's happening around us. So what are some things that are just absolute trash and ugly that you would describe as this is actually ugly? The uh, toilet paper vendetta. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were all going to look at each other and say hoarding at the same time because we're all thinking it. Yeah. It's just so yeah. bad. We were, Curtis and Tim and I were talking about this earlier, but there's a guy here in kind of in our area who bought all of the toilet paper from the Walmart that's like, you know, the Walmart for a lot of people, stored it in like a 52-foot trailer and said, you know, toilet paper, $7 a roll. That's actually gouging, and yeah. that's against the law. And they were talking I, – I, see, I didn't know that, but they were telling me about that. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, good. Hopefully, you know – it's Our attorney getting general taken care is of. probably on that. So probably very much on top. But of like that. I was telling him about it because I saw it on Facebook. They covered up his name, who it was, but it's been shared like abundantly thousands of times. Because <laughs> I know people that live in that town, and they yeah. couldn't. That was get in Troy. Paper. I heard that was in Troy. It was right? in Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Troy. Mm. So that's ugly. That's quite ugly. That's very ugly. Um, just pure selfishness, greed. We are seeing more of that, the, yeah. kind of the plight of the human race, so to speak. Especially the classes of the rich and the poor, or the middle class. You're seeing that grow, I think. I yeah. think another ugly thing, too, is, I mean, we're seeing businesses. I don't even want to put this as a bad. This is ugly because we're seeing businesses uh, put people in danger by saying you have to come into work. Yeah. Um, I, I have family who are having to go to work right now with breathing problems. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, how can they not be anxious about that? How can right. we all not be anxious knowing that that's out there? Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully this isn't as bad as ever is, as it looks like it is. I'm not going to say what everyone says it is, but what it seems like it is, is a very bad thing. Yeah. How can we not be calling that ugly? Yeah. And I get concerned. My wife's pregnant. Everyone has heard that that listens to this podcast. What? Your wife is pregnant? Yeah. Who? Um, my wife. She's you're, pregnant. You're married? <laughs> I'm married. Um, You've had sex? I have. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but so... You know, pregnant women are more susceptible to the COVID-19 virus. Right. And um, she had to go into work all this week. Luckily, she was isolated, um, not really interacting with anyone. And um, students weren't really coming in anyways. But, you know, where she works, they finally, Thursday this week, evacuated all campuses. Like, they actually evacuated the campuses and said, you know, we are closed until April the 17th. And then we will reevaluate the situation and see what's going on. And I kept telling her, I'm like, you shouldn't, you just really just shouldn't go in. Like you shouldn't even risk it. She said, well, I have to. And I said, well, the beauty of it is actually, no, Yeah. you don't. I support you financially. You can quit if you have to. Right. I, we will figure it out. And, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to where I can do that, but you know, she just decided to go in anyways. And, I don't think she's as worried about this as I am. Um, but, you know, I just, I ain't having it. And I always, I kept telling her, I'm like, they keep bringing you in after this week. I'm going up there and I'm going to figure out where the dean is. I'm going to be like, listen, <laughs> listen. bitch. <laughs> My wife is pregnant. Wildwood. She's not coming in. Wildwood doesn't have a dean. She doesn't work at Wildwood anymore. Oh, she works at Merrimack? Yep. I know where the dean's office is. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> hey, Curtis, you want to come with me? <laughs> Curtis said that with the calm and ease of someone who has performed a coup before. <laughs> hey, he's overthrown governments, and we don't even know. And Curtis and I have done some stuff. Curtis is actually <laughs> Luchasaurus's cousin. I believe it. He's he's seen a lot of governments come and go. Maybe he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaurs and vampires. Yeah, I, I, I remember one time I called upon Curtis. I was like, "No questions asked. Can you help me with this?" And he's like, "Are we like cleaning up dead hookers or something?" <laughs> just cleaning them up. We're not killing them. All we're doing is giving them a bath. I'm just hoping you clean this up. Yeah. Can you? Uh, can we just wash your hair, Jenny? Can we just wash your? Hair? I don't know why Jenny's there. Yeah, I was like, Jenny. Wasn't that the daughter? Now. Yeah. De- Jenny grew up and had a rough time. Oh, okay, okay. I don't okay, know. Okay, okay. Deaf daughter turns hooker dies. Yes. But if you need someone that's no questions asked, that's Curtis. That goes for everyone <laughs> now on the internet. <laughs> Follow Curtis on Facebook and You should make a t shirt and sell it for uh, no questions asked Curtis and just put his face on there. You just gotta you just have to pay me enough money. I'm not opposed to selling out. <laughs> I respect I respect I the hustle. I feel you on that. Uh, I respect the hustle. So yeah. Ugly things I've seen. I kind of mentioned it earlier with the whole Christian things. I'm really kind of, man, that's ugly. Yeah. Like, uh, the state of Missouri is suing a televangelist because he said he had the cure to Corona. Jim Baker, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know who that is, but fuck that guy. Seriously. Um, I've seen that video of the Christian guy dipping in his hands in oil and praying for people that way. That's going to cure Corona. Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah. Let me put my hand on your head. Ugh. I'm just so... Oil. 
<laughs> where all the bacteria is hanging oh, out. Oh, right. If it was Purell, I'd be like, maybe. 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 But probably no. I'm just so disappointed in the Christian community right now. Yeah. Well, some of them anyway, with this whole thing. Like, I wrote about it in my blog a little bit. You know, I'm trying personally not to you know, like compartmentalize groups and say I'm disappointed in this person or this person. I'm just like, I'm disappointed in people. Yeah. You know, like everyone's shitty in their own way. Um, it's coming out more and more with this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Becoming people are visible. showing their true colors, you know. And it sucks. I wish, like, I, I need to be better myself about trying to help people um, in a situation like this. Right. I don't know what I can do, but. No, maybe right now we're all in shock. So yeah. maybe the time right now is we're still in that shock period. We got to try to, for lack of a better term, sober up. Right. Um, but when we sober up, then that's when we can say, all right, well, this is what I have the ability to do yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. If we're all in shock, yeah, it's tough for us to think of the person next to us i mean honestly my first thought was my family are they safe yep yep now they're 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 hunkering down we're all hunkering down more now we can maybe start looking at what can we do yeah fortunately i i still have a job curtis still has a job we all have jobs still Mm -hmm. um well like tyler he doesn't so i've been thinking of ways to try to support him and you know not charge rent or if he can pay me something whatever just trying to think of that i'm hoping that this bill passes not to get political where they give money yeah uh, the government gives money to people because then i would just tyler you don't have to pay me i'll just use that money for rent that kind of thing so i've been thinking about how i can support him and do that because i am fortunate enough to work for the government where they're always going to pay me so yeah yeah it's just the ugly things that are happening well and Maybe we'll get to the good on this part. I was just going to say, one thing that's nice is things like Venmo, we can say, hey, you know, do you need 20 bucks? Do you need 30 bucks, 50 bucks for groceries? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll help you out. Let me let me send that your way. Don't pay me back. This is what friends do kind of thing. Right. And that, that's what I think Christian response should be. Yeah. Right? The yeah. charity. Like, uh, I wrote in my blog. And don't don't brag about it. Don't brag about just it. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Um I wrote in my blog in a little history lesson. Uh, there was a plague that ravaged Rome um, in 166 AD. Uh, the Rome Roman Empire was just attacking, destroying everything like they do. But when they brought, when they came back into Rome, they were carrying this nasty virus, this plague. That was two strands of the chickenpox, two different strands, mm. um, or smallpox, sorry, and it just killed five million people. One fifth of some provinces were just decimated. And they, you could see a spike in Christianity after the plague. Yeah. And this one writer, this uh, Rodney Stark, I do believe, the rise, uh, wrote a book called The Rise of Christianity. And you see a rise in Christianity after these plagues happened. And it's because he theorizes that these Christians took people in, cared for the sick, cared for the people, and that you saw spikes right. in Christianity all the way up until Constantine which was 300, around 300 AD, who declared the Roman Empire Christian. And he points back to this plague happening in 166 AD as kind of the the genesis of the growth of the boom of Christianity mm-hmm. because yeah. Christians actually taking care of each other yeah, um, and taking care of other people. So I, I think that needs to be our, our response, not you know, quoting scripture at people or you're a dirty sinner. That's why this plague has hit the country. Just <laughs> shut up. Like just, just learn how to love people. Like uh, I really don't 
personally understand where that mindset and thought process comes from. Like saying us as Christians saying this is why this is happening to you because you're sinning. It's like, but it's also happening to you because you're a sinner. Right. We're all Just sinners. because you're a We're Christian doesn't mean you're automatically absolved from your sins that you know you're committing. You still have to repent. Like, mm-hmm. stop pretending that you're better just because you have this label slapped on your fucking Facebook profile. Like, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, part of being a Christian, though, is admitting I'm a sinner. Yeah. It's like, okay, yep, I've labeled myself as that. I understand I'm that. Yeah. And then to throw it at someone else as if it's lobbing a, a emotional hand grenade to hurt someone else. I, right. That's anti-gospel. Well, and what... Yeah. Oh, yeah. What Like, what are you... Obviously, you're painting a picture of yourself and the religion that you follow when you act like that. But also, um, why is that constructive? I've never understood. Like, shaming someone for the mistakes that they make, how is that going to bring them in? That's not... You know? Like, not. where does that come from? And don't... As Christians, you know, we're called to bring people to God and believe in Him so that they can have eternal life, right? And, like, why don't we do that anymore? <laughs> you know? I think maybe we do. Some people do. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing if we don't well, I think judge because it's the right way. The answer that I have to that is all uncertainty. Yeah. Uncertainty is why stores were sacked sure. for toilet paper. Uncertainty is why some people are going to work. Some people aren't going to work. Right. And it's, you know, why some states are closing down and only essentials grocery stores things like that and other states are staying open yeah staying productive yeah. which which folks a uh, little bit of advice get a bidet yeah we were talking about this earlier get a bidet first of all excellent transition i i have to put this out there guys it's it's way more hygienic because all you're doing with toilet paper is smearing it on your butt more economical yeah, it's environmentally mm-hmm. the water's Better. already there it's gonna get Recycled eventually. Water somewhere. touches your ass when your dump hits the water, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> folks, just embrace it. it. Do it. It's going to be a little on your butt. Deal with that nice feeling. Actually, just is deal it? with that for a bit, and it's okay. So typically, like toilet water is cold because mm. it's just sitting room temperature. Yeah. Right. Is the bidet warm or is it cold? Uh, the one I bought, it's just going to be cold water on my okay. bee hole, but that's okay. fine. You know. Mm. I'll give you a little pucker up, you know. Yeah, you know, or the warmer one. <laughs> What's that? I was just wondering if there was a market for like a water I think there is. I think there, is. I think there is warm. All I know bidet. is yeah. uh, I had a great conversation with Kate's family about bidets like back in around Christmas I think it was. Kate's like I tried to put a bidet on our registry. A nice one. Yeah. Like it was like 250 or something like that. And then I put a low end one. You know, just to see if someone would buy it. Kate took them off. She said, "I he put on a bidet that had like six different you know speeds. It had a <laughs> it had a coffee maker. I'm like, it did not have a coffee maker. Not that's not how that these coffee. that's not how these not things work." Toilet water coffee. She was, she, yeah, she said, and like my uh, and and Kate's brother in law was like, "I don't think you know how bidets work. You don't. There's no coffee makers with this." She's like, "I think there was. I don't know." Like she got all frustrated with it. <laughs> then all of this happened, and like on. Tuesday or Wednesday, I, I said, babe, is it all right if I buy a bidet? She's like, yeah, it makes sense. That's fine. <laughs> I was like, yes. 
if you manufacture bidets, we'd like to have you as a sponsor. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to you. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to buy one, but I will plug it for uh, to pay for this podcast. Come on, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would support bidets. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Is there an email that anyone that wants to sponsor us can no. reach out? No. No. Oh, find, find Tim on Facebook. <laughs> Between Alpha Omega dot com, you can go to our contact form and contact me directly. Ooh, try yeah. it, folks. There you go. If you'd like to Here's sponsor, the email plug. <laughs> I would like to plug puzzles right now. Puzzle oh, stores. Oh yes. Think about it. They're going to be. They're already blowing up. Kate and I bought a puzzle on Thursday. See, there you go. Ellen DeGeneres like came out and she's like, "In my isolation, I'm doing this four thousand piece puzzle." And I'm like, "Nice." Well, that's going to take you about eight weeks to do, probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the bad, not the ugly. The bad. I mean, I think the bad is a lot of the emotional stuff that we've talked about feeling. You know, the stress, the anxiety. The weight of everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was depressed having to cancel our wedding pretty much yeah, and postpone right. it and everything else that goes with that. Um, I wanted to see Venice. I, Venice just looks amazing. It looks like a beautiful, interesting, interesting city. And, you know, thoughts and prayers out there, whatever that platitude means, probably nothing. But, <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Sure, we'll say it. <laughs> We're blessed to have all the things we have. But it, I, I would say... I've been feeling really depressed. I mean, yeah. I just told Kate, Man, I just want to marry you. That's all. I mean, stinks we're, we want to wait for that big day, and that's fine, but I just want to marry my best friend. And I, I mean, I can get licensed if you want to do it right now. Well, that sounds nice, but I'm pretty sure Kate would be like, what about the what, the ceremony? What about, okay, we'll wait for that ceremony. <laughs> I mean, you can hold it later. I've known couples that have done that. We've talked about that. My friend so. Johnny did that. They got married at the courthouse. And they're having their reception. Nice. When I was a pastor, I had a, a person come to me and who was kind of close to us and was like, yeah, we got secretly married, so our wedding was actually not real. Nice. Well, I, <laughs> our, our original date was going to be May 30th. So I said, well, what if we go to the courthouse and just get married on May 30th? And then we still have this amazing, you know, um, um, basically a party with a nice little... Um, ceremony September 27th she thought about it but I could tell she it's important to her to yeah make uh, that I, I feel I feel so, I made this thing though and take it if guys out there try this look on Etsy there was this thing I found where it said first day and I put our first date on it uh, yes day was the date I proposed and then best day it was the date we were gonna get married and it has 5 30 2020 on it it's like well that ain't gonna work now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. when Kate got it, like she was in tears. She thought it was great. So good present out there. Plugging in whoever that person was on Etsy that made it. It's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Bad, Drew. I mean, along the same lines. Yeah. Just you know, all the crap. Like I, yeah, I just get like scared for Shafe being for pregnant. Sure. You know. Um. Also, I have a friend who recently just had to, well, she hasn't canceled her wedding yet, but she's going to have to. It's like, it was scheduled for, I think, April 30th or something like that. Like, it's not happening, but she's in denial. Right. She's like, it's in this area of St. Louis. They haven't quarantined yet. And I'm like, they're going to. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do it. We talked with our wedding planner a couple of days ago, and there's this one bride apparently that's not wanting to give up her wedding in March. Yeah, <laughs> what? You're not like you're not going to be able to do it. No, like, you're going to kill people possibly. Don't and do 
you know, it sucks. It does. It sucks. It and does. I, I feel for you. I feel for Thanks. these other people, um, you know, because this is people's big day. You know, like I, Kate, your your fiance, obviously is this is huge for her. Um, and this, my friend too. This is huge. It's like one of the things she's always just really wanted. This. Um, so yeah, I think that that's what I see. You know, um, and then as well, also, I'll even put this in the bad category. Just people that are being forced to go to work. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just. Nope. I don't. I don't get it, but. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to restrain myself from flipping out. I kind of did that yesterday on Discord. I just got on, just started yelling. Yeah, <laughs> and then I left. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be back. I always just assume when I hear that that you're just watching a video, and I just no, that's me. That's me yelling. Yeah, <laughs> I just like to think still for my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mental health. You're just watching a video. Yeah, that's for my totally. mental health. <laughs> like that. Uh, I'm a good yeller. I, I have a good yell yeah, everyone in the discord group is like damn tim that sounded like from like a movie or something <laughs> <laughs> like it's almost unrealistic how well that that sounds does it sound like a, does it sound like a tarantino movie or something like that or what would you equate it with <sighs> what would i equate it with it's hard to say it's like it's comical the way he does it <laughs> but it sounds really good like just the way his voice carries it, it's weird. It doesn't clip in the microphone, ever. Well, well, I move back. Yeah, I know you do. I'm like this far away. Yeah, but it like sounds perfect. It doesn't clip in the microphone. It sounds like it's been professionally recorded every single time. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like he went into a studio and did this for sound effects or something. Hits a button. Every yeah. Time. Wow. You'll have to play one someday. Yeah. Play one. Yeah. Just record it next record, time you do okay, it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been doing it my whole life, and I've been practicing. He also and attributed it to American Standard. I did. Yeah, I did. He was like the punk band I used to be in. Yeah, <laughs> helped me get better at this. Because a lot of people when they yell, yeah. it comes from the throat, and that's how you really destroy your throat. Yeah. I can actually push it up from my diaphragm. Yeah, and this is project vocal my voice. Coaching. Yeah, yeah. project my voice that way, so I'm not destroying my voice. Even though I have destroyed my voice, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, yeah, I'm a good yeller. If you, in case you need anyone to yell, I can I can do that. Yeah, if you need some voiceovers, Tim got you covered on the yelling side. Yeah, I, I can do that. <clears throat> a lot of profanity, though, I will say that. Bad for you, Tim. Well, I was going to go to Curtis. Okay. I'm usually last. Curtis, bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I wish it was sunny outside. It kind of was this morning. It kind of was this morning. It's still cold, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I it's would like some, like, decent weather. Like 65, 70 degrees. Yeah, I'd like to be able where to do even some work in the yard. Even though we're quarantined, we can't go do anything, just, like, work in the yard. Yeah. And yeah. not be cold and wet. Like I said earlier, yeah. I want to take Sally out so bad. Yeah. I would love to just go outside. <laughs> oh, here's a, good, here's a good question. Did you guys have, like, mini hail this morning out no. here? No. We had literally. It looked like it was raining salt. Hmm. It was bizarre. Well, the world's coming to an end. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God's salting the earth so it can be devoured by the giant ser- serpent. 
You know what it actually Ascend to Valhalla. You know what it actually is? Ascend to Valhalla. I forgot. Yeah, Valhalla's in, what is it? First Peter? Yeah. Yeah. It's in the book of First Peter. First Peter. When I say God, I'm talking about Odin, obviously. (laughs) Forgot you converted to the Nordic gods. Yes. (laughs) Our Lord and Savior, Odin. Yeah. I feel like that salt you saw was actually the super volcano, just ash. Yeah, that makes sense. It's already happening. Where was it, though? Kansas. They have those volcanoes in Kansas. That's why it's so flat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> good times. See, we're obviously trying to make good out of the bad by we are. joking around about all this shit. Oh, that's why we had Corona and Chinese food today. Yeah. 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 That's a joke. Anything else, Curtis? No. Gas prices are down. Like, I just... Oh, that's the good. I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh... I guess not ugly, but bad is all this celebrity worship that's happening and that people are realizing how dumb celebrities are. Yeah. When they did that Imagine. Have you seen that video? No. Have you, any of you seen that? No, but I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not going to watch it. No, don't. Yeah. It's all a bunch of celebrities singing John Lennon's uh, Imagine, which is all about, like, can you imagine a world without, like, goods or services and stuff like that? Celebrities are singing the song. Wait. Yep. So, just to be clear... So they're playing that. I know the song. They're singing it like, "Hey, Can't isn't this play it, great?" We'll get sued. Yes, uh, it's great that we don't have all of this stuff right now. Yes, I mean, I... no, they're just singing it. It's just a picture of like Gal Gadot singing the song. Okay, so I think I saw something about that. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily bad. I mean, they're just maybe trying to say, "Well, okay, hey, it's nice for now. Let's maybe enjoy what we have." Well, it says the actual song. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. And that's kind of hypocritical from Hollywood. That's my point. Okay, I get it now. The celebs who are in their million dollar mansions who are quarantined. I use quotes there. Yeah. And their million dollar mansions with their maids and servants, telling us about this when we're having to go to work still like what how how hard is quarantine for these millionaires a friend of mine who's an actor (laughs) and really talented he's uh he he works mostly out of new orleans Mm -hmm. um and but he went to new york uh i believe to the actor studio up there and, and just was trying to learn more and he was talking with a group of actors and they're you know they'll say things like oh i can't wait to win my big award and i'm gonna make it and do this you know, he's got a way better perspective on this. He's like, I hope I win a Razzie. I'll go there and accept it. But that's his perspective. And But one of the conversations he had with them was how, <coughs> excuse me, how um, he they were just talking about how, oh, people in the Midwest are just ignorant. And he's like, sure, but people on the coasts are full of themselves and have their head up their own ass. Right. And they were like, yeah, because one thing that happens – I, I, you know, I, I did improv for a long time up in Chicago, dabbled in a little bit of acting. Um, one thing that kind of happens is you get into your own little sphere. You get into your own little world and it's your own bubble. It's the same thing Christians do in the Midwest. Yeah. Right. And one thing I think that oftentimes a lot of people who make it, no matter what industry it is, if you're a businessman and you've, you know, you've been able to blow up your business to where you're making millions and millions of dollars, you forget what it's like when you were struggling. Right. You don't right. pay attention to mm-hmm. that. You appreciate what you have, but you don't remember that. Same thing with actors. And these are people, some some of them are very smart, some of them aren't. Um, they want to try to inspire other people, but they don't see what it's like for 
someone who's a law clerk in Minnesota. They don't know what it's like for someone who is in IT in St. Louis because they don't understand that world at all. Nope. They really don't. And I think they are trying to come from a really good place with yeah. that. But yeah, that's probably not the best thing to put out right now. I no, would say. no. So, yeah. Well, we in America have a weird relationship with celebs and the worship of celebs. That's and... a worldwide thing because that's in England as well. That's uh, that's in in Europe the way that they will worship models, uh, you know, soccer players. That's a thing soccer over there. Yeah. South Korea, sure. Yeah, South Korea. Korea, K-pop stars. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, Japan with the K-pop stars. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's it's a global thing. Yeah. Especially with people wanting to be influencers on social media. So yeah. which basically that, westernized societies. That's that's what it's about. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, but America gross. does too, for sure. Gross. Hashtag gross. Follow me on Instagram. No. <laughs> I, shout out to Nick Urban who found me on, on uh, Instagram. All you're seeing are pictures of my cats. Oh, did he follow you? On he did. <laughs> I was like, who's this random that, person? So and that's my cousin. He's I, yeah. I I was like, who's this random person? Uh, they may have met when we did the church stuff. Okay. Together, but I don't I don't know. He would you would have been like fifteen, 15 or yeah. the way I so. figured out though, like who like oh this is because of the, I said follow me on Instagram <laughs> was because I was like who is this person I don't know him and like oh he's friends with Tim. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so follow me on Instagram at Caleb Concarne. Get watch, your followers up. Yes, and see if you can want to see pictures of my cats, Benny and Selena. There you go. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Um, so the good and the positive good stuff that is happening with this whole situation. Pollution's way down. Yeah. Pollution is way down. It's way bizarre. down. There is no traffic in the morning or oh, in the afternoon. God no bless traffic. That. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not even paying attention on my way to work. I could do a blindfold right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But no traffic. It's true. I'll go last on this one. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no pollution. Um, I mean, it's working from home for me is actually, it's good and bad, but I'll say it's good because my company cares about me enough to say, you know, Work from home. We have the opportunity to do this. We want to keep you guys safe. Do it. Yeah, the federal government, not so much. No. Well, it's the government. Yeah, it's just government. <laughs> I think we're going to see, maybe this is me being overly hopeful, a lot of social reform because of this. That'd be great. A lot of healthcare probably stuff that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe even this class disparity between the rich and the mid-class ends. Or it gets shorter or smaller, or there isn't just this headbutting that's going on. I think some of that's going to depend. I mean, I'm not trying to get political here, but right. it will depend on the election as well. I mean, how things play out could affect November. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, that and that in, in and of itself. In a lot of ways. Yeah. And that in and of itself, too, will then decide, well, how far do some reforms go? So Yeah. Yeah. I should have mentioned this in the ugly part, but... Not to get political again, but there was a closed-door coronavirus meeting between senators and stock markets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of senators dumped stock right before this thing hit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was an ugly one. Yeah, that's coming out, though. Mm. And that's I think that's going to be a good thing, is starting to hold people responsible for this crap. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think America is now waking up 
hopefully because of this thing. And now we'll actually get some reform and a revolution, maybe. Hopefully. My dad was actually just in Washington. Yeah. Before kind of this hit, he was just there. He met with Pence Mm. for a contract. Wow. Yeah. Did he get it? Uh, yeah, I believe. All right. Your dad's in telecommunications, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Right on. So. Well, I've got like a good thing. And it starts with a bad. Because we've changed the wedding date, We've I, I had to tell all my groomsmen, and yep. a few of them couldn't make it. It's fine. But I do want to ask Tim, will you be a groomsman now in my <gasps> wedding? <gasps> yeah, absolutely, man. Right on, man. Sweet. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was going to maybe ask if you need another groomsman, I can be your. Uh, I appreciate it, but I was like, the option. I, I was going to ask you. I wanted to ask you, man. Uh, I'd love for you to uh, be there on the big day. You're already invited. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I'd love to have you stand beside me. Yeah, absolutely. Or not beside me. Probably. No, no we're actually getting married, right? We can. We, okay. We'll talk to Kate. It'll be a weird triad thing, but I'm just in the middle of it all. So yeah, I'll, get you, I'll get used to it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, right? yeah, absolutely. So I do. Oh. Did you just dump Curtis then? Yes. Sorry, dude. I get the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting a ring on it, so that's how I get it. You know? <laughs> You're going to have my flesh. Oh, God. <laughs> you can have my bidet. <laughs> and my axe. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that was perfect. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely, Caleb. Cool. I, I awesome. feel honored. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited now. Good. Yeah, we can party. We will. Yeah. Probably not going to do a second bachelor party, but, you know. Well, why not? Um, Money. Just thinking of that. So, Plus, a lot of the groomsmen are coming in from out of town, even the ones that are, like, still in. So yeah. right. we already made one big trip down to Houston. Uh, we might do something, though, the night before. It's a Sunday wedding, by the way. Cool. Yeah. 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 That would be perfect. Yeah, it would be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally in. Sweet. Absolutely. Top that, guys. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys going to do for me, dick? Dick. I'm going to leave for a week because I'm going to a wedding. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you can be more of a hobbit. Oh. When's when, that? What? End of June. End of June? Okay. Good. Hopefully oh, they get to It's pretty safe. Yeah. Um... Fingers crossed for them. Yeah. Hopefully it happens. So where's yeah. it at? Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, I, yeah. I know this wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Right cool. on. I'm hoping right the airline tickets stay cheap so that come June I can fly out there for yep. 30 bucks. <laughs> for 30 bucks. <laughs> I did tell, I have a friend who lives in Romania. And I was like, after this thing blows over, I bet international flights will be cheaper. Yeah. We were looking at the Venice flights like the week we realized we had to cancel it and it was like a thousand you know it was 1300 each right and we're like ugh and now we're looking at it it's like yeah i mean sure I'm, i'll bet it's cheap but no one's getting on that flight <laughs> yeah, so. no. no way no <laughs> way no uh, so yeah there there are some good things that are happening there are hopefully christians will get their heads out of their butts and actually be loving for sure and i mean we're all we're doing something like this. It's just a group of friends getting together, and I, I feel like calling you guys friends now. Yeah, we're we're just getting together and having a good time, having some laughs, and it's therapeutic. Yeah. Absolutely, that is being there for people. I would say that's a, a really good, a great thing. 
Absolutely. Yeah. This podcast will continue. I, I said it earlier, it may be a little different. The sound quality may decrease because we will be forced to actually stay at home. Yeah. And we'll have to get on Discord and do it that way. But we do have that technology where we can be safe and be away from each other, but still have these conversations. So the the show will go on, nice. as they say. Um, but we're not going to be dumb about it either. Yeah. Right? If we can, If we're forced to stay home, we're going to stay home. Um, I think that's reasonable and we may actually have more people on that way, uh, yeah. through our discord and yeah. stuff. So, I mean, I gotta say right now we're not touching each other, but nope. I kind of like that. I have the option that we can all touch each other <laughs> when you say it straight faced. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I had I'm so scared of you and I'm, I'm interested. What's I, happening? Interested. Yeah. Mm. You're like a Tom Cruise in collateral. There's a lot going on, but stone-faced. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm so creeped out. <laughs> I just want the option to touch you. <laughs> Don't touch anyone, people. <laughs> I think now you should call this one the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then hashtag or underscore, I just want the option to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> the touching podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's funny. But that is really nice. Yes. We could give each other a hug if we wanted to. If we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're all sitting together and looking at each other's mm-hmm. faces. That's always nice. But we're not touching. Not touching. Right. Yeah. No. I'm actually <laughs> quite a ways away from You are. Mark. You're the most distant, for sure. <laughs> Tim's the most isolated right now. Mm-hmm. It's true. These three guys are on the couch, and I'm sitting in my chair away from all of them. <laughs> well, this is my hosting spot. I have my laptop. I have my computer. I have the soundboard. You know. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I think uh, everything will be fine when this thing comes to end. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of changes in society that will be beneficial. Mm -hmm. I hope so. I really do. Uh, Any final thoughts from you guys as we wrap the show up? Wow. Not everyone at once. This year's Cinco de Mayo brought to you by Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just take care of each other out there, everyone. Yep. You know, we we'll all get through this. Hunker down with the people that you love. Um, but don't touch. Don't touch. I mean, I'm I'm cuddling my my fiance. Whatever. Um, probably shouldn't, but whatever. You know. Just do it in hazmat suits, or become a furry. Mm. No, no, <laughs> that's nightmare material for me. Um, but yeah, just take care of each other and um, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> For more cat pictures. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I thought about putting on uh, my Instagram today, uh, since 1025 is putting uh, playing Christmas music, I just was recording on my Snapchat, then playing a Christmas song. I might just put that on my Instagram, too, just because I thought that was funny. And I know I love Christmas, and you guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could do the podcast where we're all wearing hazmat suits. We can do it that way. Yeah. No. I think you'd be able to hear us wearing hazmat suits. Oh, you can hear it. Yeah. The crinkling. <laughs> <and rustling. laughs> uh, you gave your final thoughts, Curtis. Yep. Uh, Drew? Um, I, I don't have anything this time. I don't know, really know what to say other than um, do what's right in this situation. <laughs> don't be stupid. All right? <laughs> this PSA brought to you by... <laughs> do what's right. I'm pretty... Okay. If... Anyone that actually listens to this podcast, if you haven't figured this out by now, I'm extremely concrete. 
there's not really a lot of gray in my personality. No, I I'm either black touch or white. You. I want to know if you mean that. <laughs> there's no concrete I can show you. <laughs> Let me take this off. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, do what's right. <laughs> don't do what's wrong is what he's saying. <laughs> do what's right. Don't do what's wrong. Yeah. Interpret that how you may. And if you can't figure out what the right thing to do is, just don't act yet. No, don't yep. do it. Mm-mm. Seriously, folks. <laughs> I love you so much, Drew. Stop buying toilet paper in mass. Get bidets. Get bidets. This podcast brought to you by bidets. <laughs> All bidets. Mm-hmm. The letter B for bidet. Is that how you spell bidet? Yep. Oh, B I D T. Yep. E T. Bidet. Bidet. Uh, final thoughts for me. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any words. Yeah. I, I wrote about it. Uh, I have a solo podcast that I need to record. I don't know what the crap I'm gonna say. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm stressed. I have, I'm anxious. I'm all of the things. I still have to go to work with over a thousand people in my facility. That makes me extremely angry. Um, but I do hope good things come out of this. I really do. I'm really kind of banking on that and being hopeful. Um, my whole big thing last year and this year was breaking bread with people, and it's kind of, no, we shouldn't do that anymore because of this thing. And it's, it's really confusing. It's very anxious. Um, I, I don't know, though. I keep seeing these weird Christians like, well, now it's your excuse to be all in prayer and reading the Bible because there's no distractions. I just want to gouge my eyes out and stab myself repeatedly with something. Because, no, like, uh, it... There are no words. There are no words. I I don't have any words. Uh, I, I just want people to love better. I really do. Um... Christians, people that believe in the Bible, people that believe in God, I just want them to love better. And with this tragic event that is happening, this virus that people were insane about and so much misinformation, I think the least we can do is start loving each other better. Yeah, yeah. And the very least we can do. And there's so much anger and hate and people destroying lives, people losing their jobs the rich people, the poor people, the disparity, the dystopia that's happening. We just need to learn how to love each other better and go forth that way. Um, and that's all the words I have is we just need to focus on that, loving each other better. Um, I think that's what Christ would do, honestly, in a time like this. He would just love people. He would try to support people as much as he can and just love so yeah, that's that's kind of my final thoughts. That's all I have. A uh, very somber ending to this podcast, but hopefully you listen to this and there's laughter and there's joy and it's not so depressing. Uh, it's kind of why I structured it the way I did, where it was more us talking and then we got serious. But if you're out there and you're listening, I hope this is entertainment for you. We do it because we have fun doing it. We do it because it's just friends hanging out and having conversations and laughing at each other and being ridiculous most of the time, talking about bidets. That's going to be the thing. And adding to our podcast lore that someone's keeping <laughs> track of somewhere. Probably <laughs> Nick. 
Yeah, he is. Nick's got the Wikipedia out there. Yep. Yeah, the, the podcast Wikipedia for us. <laughs> <laughs> or my friend Dan Benner, who listens to the show. Shout uh, out to Dan. Shout out to Dan, too. Um, shout out to Dangerous Dan, the man. He'll <laughs> get a kick out of that, which apparently he knows people Brian. from. Yeah, yeah he Brian. Yeah, Brian. That's weird. Yeah. If you know, what is Brian's last name? Dickerson. Dickerson, yeah. Hook, uh, hit me up, Dan, and we'll. Uh, Get you on the Discord and Dangerous Dan the Man on the Discord. <laughs> now he's got a whole radio identity. Yeah, <laughs> we just broke up and into a new career for him. And we're back with Dangerous Dan the Man. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> we'll not turn this into a shock jock. <laughs> Dang it! I wanted fart noises. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting edited out. Crazy Ira nope. and the douche. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do have that technology where I can pipe in sounds from my computer. You gotta what? get some fart noises, bro. Yeah, I do. Yeah, what's wrong with you? You gotta res- uh, record your scream. <sighs> you know how much more work that would be for me? That's true. What else are you doing right now, right? We're all in quarantine. <laughs> uh, yeah. We are going to figure out why Roomba keeps one of roomba underneath the couch. <laughs> that is our quarantine goal. Yeah. So he Curtis- like, will actually like dig himself underneath our couch. Like he's oh. got this little like knob on his front hmm. that he's supposed to like run into things and be like, it. okay, I'm too tall. Yeah. I got to turn around. No, he'll spin himself underneath our couch. He's got, he's got a bat cave down there. <laughs> <laughs> There's something. He wants to go down there to die. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> well, one time he was just dead in front of our doors and I was just like, uh, what? You have a very depressed Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave one yeah. Prozac on the floor. <laughs> See if that helps. Chew it up. Yeah. Uh, so, so Break it up for him. Put it in some peanut butter. Maybe he'll be okay. <laughs> oh, sure. And we smear peanut butter all over yeah. the place. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll clean it up. It's, yeah, give it, he, it's flavor. <laughs> I, I took off Friday from work and, and protest. I had a nap protest. It was very nice. And... Um, I was going from my bedroom to downstairs with my laundry, and Roomba was underneath our one carpet. For whatever reason, just underneath the carpet. I'm like, how the hell did you even get underneath the carpet? He's taking after you. Is he? He's being a hobbit. He's trying to be a hobbit like you. He's trying to hide (laughs) from daylight. He doesn't want to be seen. He's hiding underneath the couch. He's underneath the rug. His bumble profile is kind of lame. Yeah, his bumble profile is kind of lame. He's swiffering across the nation. Enjoys yeah. adventures under carpets. <laughs> we should set up a Roomba bumble. He vacuums hardwood primarily. <laughs> it, could be like, it could literally be, I suck, but not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Had a pro peanut butter experience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This podcast is sponsored by Jif. Or is it GIF? Oh, Ah! no. You just did it. (laughs) You hit him with it. Tim's sleep apnea is kicked in. God. Uh, That's Tina. Uh, What? Bob's Burgers. Oh, I haven't watched the show. Oh, it's great. God. There's only so much TV I can watch at once. That, when you get a chance, for real. I'm still trying to destroy Bavaria right now. <laughs> put it on in the background. Yeah, let's say you're working Just from listen. home. I Just am, but destroy I'm... Bavaria. I'm working. Work and have Bob's Burgers on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'll lose my job real fast. <laughs> so in Bob's Burgers, there's this awkward teenage girl 
called Tina. I don't know if it's a girl or a dude. It's, it's a kind girl. of it's a girl. She's a girl. She's she girl. like Tina. Yeah. yeah. Well, she kind of has boyish qualities, which is fine. A penis? No. <laughs> no. no. Not that <laughs> Not we know. Those. Not that we know. She's just very awkward. And oh, one okay. of the things when she gets super awkward, she makes that noise. Tim literally sounds exactly, exactly like yeah, her. Really? Yeah. Right. One of my one impressions that I can do. Yeah, I can also do a decent Hank Hill, but you know, I don't want to brag or anything. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I think that was Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful no, that Life was trying Howard. to start a sentence. That was Boom like Howard. Boom Howard trying to talk. <laughs> you got that beer over like there, the, so Boom Howard, but something like the chef from the Muppets. Yeah, that too. Yeah, work, 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 meat, work, work. Darby, darby. <coughs> wow, you're welcome. Yeah, we devolved real quick. We were signing off. And yeah, then and we then got... we started talking about shit. Uh, it's fine. We, we started talking about your very sad Roomba. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned for it needs to be on suicide watch. Well, we should pray over it and mm-hmm. with oil and quote scripture at it. Heal him. <laughs> Hold a what is an exorcism? I guess. Sure. Yeah. Why not? It's yeah. demon possessed now. <laughs> Maybe. I thought it was just depressed. Well, you know, I, I think depression is part of the demon thing, right? That didn't sound convincing at all. <laughs> no. The whole demon thing. It's all about depression. Well, no, I'm saying like depression is a demon, right? Isn't oh yeah, we're excusing real medical problems with demons. Yeah. 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 Mm. Finally, someone mm. caught up with me. Yeah. Eh, it might be in the screw tape letters somewhere. It's a corona demon. Corona demon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, those people make me angry. Yep. Those people. What do you mean? Those. <laughs> <laughs> the show has quickly devolved. Uh, I don't have anything else left to say. I'm fine with keeping this on record and us screwing around for the foreseeable future, whatever you guys want to do. Uh, or we can sign off and just be normal without microphones and headphones. I like being normal without microphones and headphones. Oh, yeah, me mm-hmm. too. All right, that is the show. Hopefully you got something out of that. I'm not going to edit this one as much. Uh, no, yeah. There's a lot of noise that happened. Yeah, I know. And it was all due to me. Yeah, so. Most of it. You <laughs> kicked the table. I, I counted, I think, four yawns this time. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Add that into the podcast more, please. A yawn count yawn for each episode. Yawn we need a yawn episode. count. <laughs> a yawn oh, count. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.